You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On Saints podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And usually on Fridays, we kind of go through and do in case you missed it, catch you up on all the big news across the week, get to your Facebook Friday questions. But now there's only one question to answer on this Friday. What are the New Orleans Saints going to do? And then big question mark after that. Michael Thomas expected to miss the beginning of the 2021 season. We'll talk about for how long, what the Saints do next, what their options are, and what this means for the new quarterback in 2021. A lot to discuss on today's episode. And as always, I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter, co-managing editor over at CanalStreetChronicles.com, your Tuesday co-host over on the National Locked on NFL podcast. We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints, your team every day. So let's start with the news first around Michael Thomas, now expected to miss the beginning of the 2021 season for the New Orleans Saints. The Saints star receiver finished up a surgery on his ankle in June, and according to Ian Rappaport, the expectation is a four-month recovery period, which should then take him through September. Some additional reports coming out via The Athletic speculating that the wide receiver could miss up to five games to start the season. The Saints have a bye week in week six which means they could potentially put Michael Thomas on the PUP list or the physically unable to perform list and then take him off after the bye week. They would then have a couple of weeks to get him back onto the active roster and ready to go to begin his season after missing nearly a third of the season to open things up, if that were the case. Now, we have seen Michael Thomas come back from injuries before, uh, quicker than expected, Are we going to see it this time? We don't know. Because remember, this is the same ankle that caused Michael Thomas to have only 40 catches, 438 yards, and no touchdowns last season. He ended up injuring this ankle at the what felt like the very last play in week one. It was toward the end of the game in week one up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then he would then go on to miss games two or excuse me, weeks two through eight. And then the ankle would again force him to essentially bench himself at the end of the season, going to short-term injured reserve for the last three games of the regular season, trying to get himself ready to get started in the playoffs. And he had a pretty nice start in the playoffs, getting his touchdown against the Chicago Bears, but went on to have no receptions on four targets against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Saints were eliminated from postseason contention. So this is big news for the New Orleans Saints, who already have a lot of holes that they have to worry about, not only on the offensive side, but also on the defensive side, and not just because of offseason departures, but because of injuries, retirements, and suspensions as well. Because remember, this team is also looking to replace its Hall of Fame quarterback and Drew Brees with either Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill. You see now Michael Thomas missing at least a few games to open up the season. We'll use that language for now since we don't actually know how many games he's going to miss, but the expectation or the sources tend to say around five, it looks like, in terms of various reports around. And then over on the defensive side, Outside of the offseason departures that we referenced, you have David Onyemata missing six games of the season through week seven up against Seattle with his uh, suspension after violating the league's substance abuse policy in terms of uh, performance enhancing drugs. And then a potential suspension to Marshawn Lattimore that still looms and that is still possible based on an offseason arrest that he faced back at the beginning of the summer. So 
all of this all comes together while you still have holes at wide receiver two at the second linebacker spot next to Demario Davis on the defensive line where you're trying to fill that spot that was originally just supposed to be the question mark next to David Onyemata, but now also David Onyemata's gone. And of course, the cornerback spot opposite Marshawn Lattimore, in addition or compounding a already complicated issue surrounding Marshawn Lattimore as a whole. So this is big news, obviously, for the New Orleans Saints. Now, they have weathered adversity before. They won 12 games last year after missing Michael Thomas for much of that and didn't really get, you know, all-time or all-pro, if you will, talent out there to replace their all-pro talent in Michael Thomas. Emmanuel Sanders, over the course of weeks two through eight, had two games that he missed on the reserve COVID list, only had two games where he had over 90 receiving yards and only had two touchdowns over that time and only two games with more than five receptions during that time as well. So it's not like he really came in and produced wide receiver and one numbers to immediately replace Michael Thomas. But Jared Cook had four touchdowns during that time. And of course, you still have the workhorse of Alvin Kamara. But outside of that, Jared Cook is gone. Emmanuel Sanders is gone. And of course, Drew Brees is gone. So that does compound and complicate this issue around Michael Thomas. Now, Traquan Smith stepped in and played Michael Thomas's role well during the games that he missed, particularly during the heart of the season where he missed the the most games in a row from weeks two through eight, but you're still going to have to find production elsewhere. So are you going to get it at what is now essentially your wide receiver one and wide receiver two position? And then of course, is Adam Troutman going to be able to step in and immediately produce for you from the tight end position, knowing that both Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill like to lean on their tight ends. Now, thankfully you have both Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray still a part of this offense. But outside of that, when it comes down to the passing game and the receiving options that you have at the skill position players, it's going to be tough to figure out where you're going to find production. So we're going to talk about some of the options that the Saints could potentially find on the open market. And we'll also talk about some of the options they could potentially find on other teams as well as you continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints talking about this Michael Thomas unavailability here to open up the season. He's going to miss the beginning of the 2021 season. What do the Saints do next? We'll explore as we continue on. Today's episode of Locked on Saints is brought to you by our good friends over at BuiltBar.com. If you missed it, there was a limited edition flavor that popped up on the website for one day only, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, which is one of my absolute favorites. I didn't get a chance to get a box, but I hope that you did if you're a Built Bar fan. And uh, it's just another reason for you to continue to check out BuiltBar.com so you can stay up to date not only with the nine flavors that they'll always have, but also the rolling uh, inventory of limited flavors that you do not want to miss out on. If you haven't tried Built Bars yet, what are you waiting for? Go and grab them. The best tasting protein bars on the market. The protein bar that tastes like a candy bar covered in 100% chocolate, nine incredible flavors. Grab yourself a sample box. You can try all nine of them, or you can go ahead and do a build your own with up to three different flavors as well. So go and check them out over at BuiltBar.com. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCK15 so you can get 15% off of your box of the best tasty protein bars on the market and the official protein bar of US track and field. Go and check them out over at BuiltBar.com or at Built.com to see the rest of their products as well. All right, y'all, continuing on with today's episode of Locked On Saints, and it is a tough one, uh, but the news doesn't stop here. You can also go and check out Locked On Fantasy Football if you want to understand the fantasy effect that comes with Michael Thomas not being available at the beginning of the season as well. There are some other New Orleans Saints that you should invest in, where you should avoid, so on and so forth. So go and check out Vinny Iyer over at the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast to get more information on this from the fantasy perspective, because I'm going to cover this from the team perspective, but we'll talk a ton about what this means 
throughout the next week or so as well, because there are a lot of implications to what this unavailability or this loss of Michael Thomas at the beginning of the season means for the New Orleans Saints, who are transitioning quarterbacks, who are transitioning their defense. They still have a good run game. They still have the best offensive line in football, as far as I'm concerned, even though pro football focus ranked them right in the middle of the pack, you still have a really, really good uh, run game and possibility here. But what are you going to do now when it comes to throwing the football and moving the football through the air? So the Saints have been rumored to already be exploring the free agency market when it comes to wide receivers that they could potentially reach out to. You should expect to see some wide receivers showing up to New Orleans Saints training camp on a tryout basis and to get a look at some potential players that are out there. Just to name some of the players they could potentially bring in, probably my top candidate would be Golden Tate. He's not going to be a one-for-one replacement of Michael Thomas for by any means. But as I referenced in the last segment, Traquan Smith stepped up and played Michael Thomas's role in terms of running his route tree pretty well last season. Did he have 149 catches in Michael Thomas's stead? No. If Michael Thomas were to miss an entire season, could Traquan Smith get 149 catches? Probably not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Traquan Smith makes Michael Thomas expendable or anything like that. Don't blow it out of proportion. All I'm saying is that Traquan Smith ran and played that role pretty well as the X receiver in the New Orleans Saints offense without causing much of a liability at the spot. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a one-for-one replacement of Michael Thomas that a team goes out or that the team, the New Orleans Saints, goes out and grabs. You can find a complimentary piece just to add to your wide receiver rotation. Remember, uh, Sean Payton is one of the absolute best when it comes to scheming up wide receivers. And so that's one of the things that I'm going to take some solace in here as we look at the potential options out there that are on the market. it's, It's July 23rd today here on this Friday. Usually, you're not signing starters in free agency. Usually, that's not the case. Now, there are some exceptions, of course, but usually you're not signing starters at this point in the offseason. So you're looking for somebody that's going to be able to come in, that's going to be able to run some of the routes, that's going to be able to run the scheme, and that's going to be able to work with Sean Payton. Golden Tate could be that guy. He can operate on the outside. He can operate in the slot. If you feel pretty good about what you had last year in the games where you had to get by with guys like Trey Quan Smith and Marquez Callaway, remember, Two of the games that Michael Thomas was out, Emmanuel Sanders was also out on the reserve COVID list. So that tandem has worked together before. And then you add Golden Tate to the slot, then all of a sudden you might have something there to where you can still move the ball and you're not going to be the threat that you are with Michael Thomas through the air, but you're at least going to be able to give your quarterback, whoever it may be, whether it's Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston, you're going to be able to give them an opportunity here to be able to move forward. How does this affect the quarterback position is going to be the most interesting thing to me. Does all of a sudden one of these quarterbacks become more appealing because of the loss of a weapon at the special teams position? So you're looking for somebody that can be an advanced weapon for you at the quarterback position? That will be something to watch too. Does all of a sudden uh, Taysom Hill's legs become more valuable to you than Jameis Winston's arm because they serve you in another area of the game? I don't have an answer to that. To be be completely honest with you, I don't really have an opinion on that. I think it depends on where it is that the Saints decide to build their offense and how they go about it. They're going to pick the quarterback that's going to be able to lead this team, regardless of who they're throwing the ball to. That's for certain. So the big thing is going to be where do the Saints potentially find some wide receiver help? Golden Tate makes a lot of sense. You could also look at some other veterans that are out there in terms of big bodied guys. Larry Fitzgerald, if he decides to come back to the NFL, could be an option for for the Saints. Although I, I think it seems like a foregone conclusion that he would go back to Arizona in that case, even though they acquired A.J. Green over the course of this offseason. Uh, Josh Gordon has filed for reinstatement with all of the adjustments in the Saints ban, excuse me, the NFL's banned substances 
uh, protocols and and lists and all that stuff. So Josh Gordon would be a fantastic option for the New Orleans Saints. They could potentially reunite with Des Bryant after a very short-lived union at one point back in the 2000 and what was that 18 season 2017 2018 i mean there are still those those veteran options that are out there but again are you really going to find somebody that's going to have an impact on your team at this point in the off season right before training camp begins you can't have too high expectations out there so you could look at a couple of other names that are there kenny stills a reunion a speed guy that could operate with Jameis winston or Taysom hill for that matter who have bigger arms than what Drew Brees had available to him at the end of his career could be an option. Didi Westbrook, formerly of the Jacksonville Jaguars, could be a great option. Marquise Lee, who I'm sure many of you who have been around for a while heard me sort of wax poetic about when it came to the 2018 offseason when he was available and why I wanted him there. And then, of course, you have the slew of wide receivers that could become available after the preseason or even throughout the preseason with there being some preseason cuts that happen in between games this year. There are a lot of options out there in terms of players that you can add to the mix, but does anybody really come in and demand wide receiver one attention? That might be a little bit tough to maybe, I don't want to say justify, but certainly hard to expect from any receiver coming in that's still on the market at the moment. So the Saints are going to have to really have a combination of things that are going to make up for, or a combination of moves that are going to make up for Michael Thomas. And those moves can be moving players that are already within your system, utilizing Alvin Kamara more as a receiver, making sure that Ty Montgomery is available to you as a receiver to start off the season. There's a lot of different ways that the Saints can go about all this, but it's not just going to be one free agency addition that's going to make up for the loss of Michael Thomas early on in the season. They're going to have to make the right decision at quarterback. They're going to have to utilize Alvin Kamara. The offensive line is going to have to work well. Latavius Murray is going to have to be more a part of the passing game. This affects a lot in a lot of different spaces, but the Saints have weathered adversity before, and one of the ways that they've done it is by acquiring players from other teams. So let's not stop at the free agency market. Let's take a look at some potential players on the trade block, if you will, or that are on other rosters that the Saints could potentially pursue as they uh, look to put together an offense now that is in need of triage at this point. So what can the Saints do? In terms of exploring the trade market, we'll talk about that more at the wide receiver position to continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. Let's get it. Huda Nation wrapping up today's episode with a quick look across the NFL at some potential wide receiver trade targets that are on other rosters that the Saints could potentially pursue. Before we get to that, I do want to mention one more free agent wide receiver that I meant to mention in the last segment that could potentially be an option for the New Orleans Saints, and that could be wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey, 6'3", 218, quintessential X receiver in the NFL, had uh, just six catches for 115 yards last season, appearing in only seven games, but of course there was a lot of weird stuff going on at the quarterback position for Philadelphia the year before that. He was in seven, uh, excuse me, appeared in 10 games, my apologies. 43 catches, 490 yards, and four touchdowns. Maybe the Saints could still get something out of him on a pretty cheap deal here uh, at this point in the offseason. So I wanted to make sure that I mentioned him along with Golden Tate as uh, the guys that make the most sense. But of course, if Josh Gordon gets reinstated, give me Josh Gordon all day. Uh, But anyway, when it comes down to potential trade targets for the New Orleans Saints, we can take a look at the wide receiver position across several teams across the NFL. And there are some guys that are rumored to be on the market. We've talked about one already at the beginning of the season, and that one, of course, being 
uh, Patriots wide receiver Nikhil Harry, who was a first round selection uh, in the 2019 NFL draft. Took me a while to find that. Uh, and hasn't really come to fruition at all. Only 45 catches on 81 targets, 414 yards, and four touchdowns over the course of his career. He's been a bit of a disappointment, if you will, especially for his draft position being drafted in the first round of that 2019 NFL draft. We've talked to John Sigler. We've talked to Mike DeBate from over at Locked On Patriots, who's covered this story very closely as well. Maybe now this Nikhil Harry uh, trade because of how much it probably won't really be that expensive. It's not going to cost that much when it comes to uh, trading for this young receiver. Six foot four, 225 pounds, only 23 years old, might cost you a conditional sixth round pick, maybe a conditional day three selection at best, like early day three selection at best. This could be a pretty good option for the New Orleans Saints. But let's not stop there. We can continue on in the AFC East. When I was tweeting about this, our good friend Kyle Krabs from over at Locked On Dolphins uh, at Grind the Tape on Twitter. He also does some phenomenal coverage over at the Draft Network and on the Draft Dudes podcast as well. So he knows his stuff. Ended up dropping a gif of Devontae Parker in uh, in my replies. Uh, appeared in 14 games last year with the Miami Dolphins who had a little bit of a quarterback system thing going on on their own as well with Ryan Fitzpatrick being benched inexplicably for Tua Tungavailoa and then them having to sort of go back and forth the entire time. They just drafted Jalen Waddle in this past offseason, this past draft. And so maybe it makes one of these other receivers like a Preston Williams, uh, a couple of other guys like Devontae Parker, potentially expendable or tradable. And uh, Miami Dolphins and New Orleans Saints, much like the Saints and the um, New England Patriots, have a bit of a trade history together. They've done this before. Uh, Kiko Alonso, there was all of the situation around Teddy Bridgewater. So there's a lot of communication between these two teams, if you will. And of course, the uh, the Dolphins played a key role in Drew Brees being available to the New Orleans Saints years ago as well. I always like to remind people of that. But 63 receptions last year, 793 yards, four touchdowns, one year removed from a 1,000-yard receiving season, over 1,200 yards, and it also had nine touchdowns back in 2019 as well. Could be a good option for the New Orleans Saints, Devontae Parker, if the Miami Dolphins are looking to move on from him. They could also potentially be looking to move on from Preston Williams as well, which could be another option for the New Orleans Saints. And one last one that I'll mention that might end up getting some uh, interesting attention if it were to happen would be 2018 uh, first round, or excuse me, second round wide receiver, uh, Anthony Miller from the Chicago Bears. Now, if you remember, Anthony Miller is one of the players that got ejected for throwing a punch at CJ Gardner-Johnson last year. uh, And that was actually, he was actually the one to do it in the playoffs. So, you know, a little bit of an existing history with some of the uh, New Orleans Saints defense over there, but appeared in, uh, has appeared in 47 of 48 possible games. Uh, over his career so far since being drafted in 2018, had uh, 49 receptions, 485 yards, and two touchdowns last season. He was eclipsed, of course, by Allen Robinson, who's the number one option in Chicago, but also eclipsed by Darnell Mooney, who's a bit more of a deep threat. But when you look at what it is that Anthony Miller brings to the table, he might only be 5'11", 199, but he's a bit of a contested catch guy. He could play. He plays a bit bigger than his frame, and he's somebody that the Saints could add to the mix within the wide receivers as opposed to trading for somebody that is strictly going to play the X position for you like a Devontae Parker or potentially a Nikhil Harry. Now, Nikhil Harry being somebody also that I think you would really add into the mix more so than trust as your number one wide receiver because we've seen that not work out in New England. But how much does Sean Payton change things for these guys that have struggled to get it going with their current teams? That has to be something that we consider as well. So whether it's the free agent market, the trade market, 
or within the facility and making the uh, appropriate moves at other positions to make up for what you're looking for, uh, looking to gain in the passing game. There's a lot to watch here for the New Orleans Saints, who will start the 2021 season without Michael Thomas for potentially up to five games according to reports. So we'll continue to keep you up to date with everything that you need to know around this situation, what it means for the New Orleans Saints, what it means for the quarterbacks, what it means for Alvin Kamara. There's so much for us to cover, and we'll continue to cover it all throughout next week as we continue on five days a week here at the Locked On Saints podcast. If you want to hear the national perspective of all of this, make sure you go and check out Locked On today, as well as Peter Bukowski will certainly be covering this story Monday morning. You can get all the sports news that you need around the world of sports in the NFL and the Olympics, which begin today as well over at the Locked On Today podcast, all in under 20 minutes, wherever you get your podcast. So have a fun and safe weekend. We'll be back with you on Monday. Of course, if any big news pops up, You'll be getting bonus content throughout the weekend as well. And as always, you can keep up with everything over on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. You can hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how your mom and them trust you, that nation. I'll holla at you.